Welcome to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm joined each program in the studio with my friend, Emily Jaminette. This is a show to help you be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Well, hello, Emily. Hello, Michelle. It's so great to be back here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio in studio and on a beautiful, glorious day. It is a gorgeous day. And, you know, we're back at it. And I think that this podcast is so important because we want to inspire other people to see how important the faith is and how lives are not only impacted, but the, the impact it can have, the ripple effect through living out our Catholic faith. And we're super excited today to have a a local guest who is a friend and a mentor and an amazing um, brother in Christ, Dr. Ashley Fernandez, with us today. And Ashley is the clinical professor of pediatrics at Nationwide Children's Hospital and the associate director of the Center of Bioethics at The Ohio State University College of Medicine. He's the director of competency for the professionalism at The Ohio State College of Medicine and also has a variety of leadership roles in medical education. He currently directs ethics education for all pediatric residents at Nationwide Children's Hospital. His scholarly interests include pediatric ethics, medicine in the Holocaust, bioethics education, professionalism education and remediation, and philosophical anthropology in medical practice. He's an active member of the Catholic Medical Association and the, on the board of the Ohio Right to Life Board of Trustees. Now that is quite a mouthful, Ashley, but welcome! <laughs> Well, thank you both for having me. It's wonderful to be here, and uh, of course, I'm I, I admire your work and um, our friendship, and I'm so happy to be here and be able to talk to you today about some important issues. Yeah, we're really excited to dive into this topic of ethics in medicine and bioethics. Um, but before we dive in, so can you tell listeners? Um, we gave you a you know pro- very professional bio, but can you tell us a little bit about you and your work and and your faith journey? Sure, sure. Happy to do that. Um, Well, I used to have my own identity, but now I'm just the bishop's brother. Um, (laughs) So so my brother is uh, Bishop Earl, is the Bishop of Columbus. He's my younger brother. And you can tell I'm just from that. My parents were just amazing people who tried to raise us in the Catholic faith as immigrants from India. And um, I was born in America, and so was Bishop Earl and my younger brother, Eustace, and I have two older brothers, Carl and Trevor, and I think at one point all five of us actually got into medical school. Um, Three of us are doctors. Uh, One is the Bishop of Columbus, and then one is a probate court judge, Um, so he went to law school. He's sort of the black sheep of the family, Um, went to law school. And then, you know, we, we grew up in a very strong cradle Catholic home, which which a lot of people, you know, when we say cradle Catholic, it almost has like a, 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 a negative sense of the word, but ours was a very, very proudly cradle Catholic family home where my parents insisted we say the rosary every day um, on our knees, usually when our favorite TV show was on, um, which for five boys, we weren't super happy about that, but we did it, and um, Grace has stayed with us. And that's been wonderful. When I decided to become a doctor, um, I took that that faith that my parents had instilled in me and integrated it with 
um, my strong uh, desire to do scientific, excellent clinical practice, and I've tried to live that going forward. So what exactly is the topic? What is ethics and bioethics? What do, you, what do we mean when we're talking about that? Well, good question. Well, when you think about medicine itself, I always tell people it's not a science. If it's a science, it's not a science alone. The principles that we use for science, which is an observation in nature, designing experiments to test that observation, developing a hypothesis, and then developing more and more experiments to get to a theory, none of those principles can actually tell you if what we're doing in medicine is good from a moral point of view. So empirical methodologies don't work to decide whether something is good or not. You can say, well, we've developed this vaccine, or we can alter the genome to do this, or we can terminate a baby in the womb, but you can't use science to ask you or to answer the question, yes, but is that good? You actually have to use moral philosophy to decide and to determine and to discuss whether or not an action is good or not. So ethics is kind of, um, is sort of, people define that as what a society or group or community thinks is moral given the, cir- given the circumstances. And you can contrast this with morality, which are sort of the deep, more normative um, kinds of ideas about right and wrong. So what the Catholic Church teaches, for example, in the catechism might be concerned with a deeper morality, what the American Medical Association says you can do or cannot do might be more concerned with ethics. And then bioethics is sort of a subset of both of those, which has to do with what's right and wrong within medical practice for doctors, nurses, and other health professionals. Thank you so much um, for sharing on such an important topic, Dr. Ashley. And, you know, what are some things as Catholics for myself as a, a mom of seven, you know, what should we be concerned with with regards to ethics and healthcare as our parents are aging, you know, our children are are very young. You know, I, I love that we're kind of diving into something that can sometimes feel quite overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, I think for the, for, for, um, Parents out there, moms out there, for your listeners, I think one of the most important things um, is to, is, as, as a parent, as the leader of a Catholic household, to remember that it is you who, guided by your faith and guided by the Holy Spirit, is in the best position to make decisions about health care for your family. Now, it can seem overwhelming. And the Church does offer a lot of guidance on this, but first and foremost, your conscience is formed by faith and by your prayer life. And so I would advise your viewers as a start, as, as Catholics who are, might be interested in Catholic health care, is to start by praying and ask for wisdom and guidance in these um, the sort of mundane situations. Um, should I vaccinate my child or not? Or should I um, get, you know, should I have a... Um, do not resuscitate order or not, but also in the more serious or acute situations about what to do when a life-threatening situation occurs, for example. Um, if you start with, with prayer and this faith in God that, that He will take care of you and that He offers the Church and the Church's guidance, there's so much to look, to look through. Um, but you can start with, for example, the Catechism that talks about some of our 
more hot button issues like abortion and euthanasia and assisted suicide. Um, and then there are other many, many more accessible um, resources, um, which can be found, for example, at the National Catholic Bioethics Center, offers a lot of resources for Catholics and, and online as well. That's great to hear, because I know so many people will say to me, you know, I just found out, you know, my daughter is pregnant and the, you know, baby's been given a terrible diagnosis, it's incompatible with life, and we don't even know what to do. And and people, I think, are not given a lot of help sometimes from, you know, yeah. maybe the perinatologist or not a, a Catholic view of things. So it's good to know great resources. And are there good ethicists, too, that people can, can people, do you do individual consults or do, can you refer people to an ethicist? Yeah, so I, I don't do individual consults, but people can uh, can try. So, so, I mean, that's always a challenge, right? So one of the things um, that, you know, we, we try, I'm part of the Catholic Medical Association of Central Ohio, um, which is a small but mighty group, and we do try to be a resource for parishes and for individuals when we can. Um, we do have a website, which is cmacbus.com, and from there you can email us, um, you, can, um, you can join us if you would love to, uh, and, but, but that's, we can be a local resource sometimes. I think one of the most important things, again, to your other question about what can, um, what can moms do who are interested in, in or concerned about ethics and healthcare, is you can try to find a Catholic healthcare provider um, that shares your values. Even a, a evangelical Protestant Christian one, one that shares your belief that you and your family are children of God. I think that makes a huge difference in how you practice medicine, and um, I would encourage your listeners to try to do that. Um, if they're in private practice, give them give them your business, and um, talk to them. Talk to even providers. Sometimes you won't be able to find healthcare professionals that are Catholic or that hold your views, and that's okay too. Um, but don't be afraid to share what you believe and to ask questions. That's great. And can they go on your website and find providers that are Catholic? Where would they find a Catholic provider? Yeah, yeah. so a couple of places. We do have a, um, on our website, we have a small tab that says find a Catholic doctor. Um, and then, and, and so that's, that is a limited group. But you can also, you know, word of mouth, um, sometimes emailing us to see if, um, if we know of people um, can be helpful. I do think that that, you know, sometimes if you have, a, like, a serious surgery um, and you need someone to do your surgery, I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, just go start looking for a Catholic doctor. Get the best surgeon you can. But one of the most important things um, to keep in mind is no doctor can force you to go against your beliefs or to browbeat you into doing something you know is wrong. So what, what does that mean? What's, how do we empower ourselves? going into a doctor's office, because sometimes it can be really overwhelming. Um, and I think that is really by praying and by studying what the church teaches. Um, and not, you know, women especially, it's hard to find an OBGYN these days that doesn't believe in sterilization, that doesn't believe in abortion. Um, and so you need to have your, you know, to sort of read what the church teaches about these things um, and, and study that. 
and then pick a provider and be be armed and be empowered when you go into the doctor's office. Now, the CMA is not just for doctors as well. It's also for other healthcare professionals, correct? Yes, and that's what I love about that's what I love. We have tried very hard to be very open and we we would love 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 your listeners who have um who have family members or colleagues or friends who are Catholic, but they might be nurses or nurse practitioners or PAs or PTs, dentists, pharmacists. We all need each other. I think it's really important for Catholic physicians, for example, um, who are trying to start a practice or in a private practice to have someone that believes what they believe in about the human person and shares that common belief. So we help support one another I think also, just to take the example of Catholic nurses, not to make Michelle blush here, but what makes her such an excellent nurse is precisely because she believes that every child she sees or treats is a child of God. And you won't get that from just anyone. Um, So Catholic nurses and other health professionals really bring something to medicine. They make it better. They make it more humane. And because they have a better view of what the human person is, they'll just provide better care. I totally agree with you. (laughs) Um, And, you know, my children go to the school that um, Michelle is the nurse at, and I just see the difference in the care. And I think as parents, it's important to, to be aware of who's influencing your children. What are the messages they're seeing? What kind of programs are being implemented. And I know there's a very important conference coming up, and I want to spend some time talking about the Converging Roads Bioethics Conference here in Columbus, Ohio. So, um, you know, Dr. Ashley Fernandez, could you share with us a little bit about maybe even the history of how long has this conference been going on and why is this important the time that we live in? Yeah, this is. I'm so glad you brought this up because this is an excellent opportunity for anyone interested in Catholic healthcare ethics. Um, any health professional or student or health professional student or um, any seminarians that might be listening to your program or might hear about this through this program, um, tell your seminarian, uh, seminaries that you're praying for in your parish about it. We want people to come to this conference. It started, we had our first one in 2020. Um, there's a foundation called the John Paul II Foundation, and they promote Catholic bioethics conferences called Converging Roads all around the country. Now, what's really important is that they will only do these conferences if they teach authentic Catholic bioethics that's in line with what the magisterium teaches. So you know you are getting speakers who are national, sometimes international experts on various topics in bioethics. It has to be endorsed by the diocese. And my brother, Bishop Earl, has generously agreed to sponsor this conference, so it's sponsored by the Catholic Medical Association of Central Ohio, with a generous grant from the Catholic Foundation and um, the Catholic Diocese of Columbus, and all the sort of big players um, in in Catholicism in the Columbus area, including this radio station, um, and Knight, the Knights of Malta, the Knights of Columbus. Um, so the um, Ohio Dominican University is another one. So. We have a lot of great sponsorships, and what we're going to do is we're going to have a, um, a, a variety of different talks on different topics in bioethics given by national and local leaders, um, and I think it'll be of great interest to, um, to your listeners if they have any interest at all 
in signing up. And they can do that by going to our website at cmacbus.com and then clicking the link that says Converging Roads. Dr. Fernandez, well, I know that you will be one of the amazing presenters, and you presented also in 2020, and it was absolutely fabulous. Um, Would you mind giving uh, the listeners a little sneak peek about what you're going to be talking about? Sure. So I'm going to scare you with two words, philosophical anthropology. Okay, (laughs) that's what what I'm going to be talking about, but what it it is and how it relates to Catholic healthcare. Don't get scared away from the conference. In fact, you should come if that excites you at all, or even if you're like, what the heck is that? I'll tell you what it is. Every conflict we have in medical ethics today, in my view, revolves around what the view of the human person is in that issue. So is abortion okay? Well, if you believe that all we are are atoms randomly here by accident, and when we die, we become worm food, then all the unborn child is, is a collection of atoms as well that's attached to another collection of atoms. And so why shouldn't the mother be allowed to kill that anatomical vestige that she no longer wants? But on the other hand, if you have a different view of the person that suggests we are more than just our atoms, that there's some transcendent value about us and that that value comes from God, The way you view an unborn child is going to be radically different. The way you view something like suffering is going to be radically different. And I think it's incumbent upon us to to give and and sort of um, transmit our belief in that latter choice, that human beings are creatures of God and that they have a transcendent value, and integrate that into the way we practice medicine, and it will show and I think that's, um, that's what I'm going to be talking about. How important is that view of what the human person is in the first place um, and how we have to fight for this view that we are not just material. We are much, much more than that. And I think that's where Catholic healthcare has a huge impact, whether that's a Catholic hospital system, a Catholic nurse at a school, a Catholic PA that works under a non-Catholic doctor, even a Catholic like me that works in a secular system. Now, my views um, are not endorsed by my, um, by my workplace, obviously, and when I teach secular ethics, I don't bring my Catholic view ever into that, into that realm. But I hope that my patients can tell from the way I treat them that I think of them in that transcendent way. Well, you are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminette. And today we're talking with Dr. Ashley Fernandez about Catholic ethics and the upcoming Catholic Medicine and Secular Society Conference being held at the Pontifical College Josephinum on April 22nd, 2023, from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. So, Ashley, we have a really dynamic uh, lineup of speakers. I mean nine speakers coming. It's going to be fabulous. Um, and I know you've, you're friends with a lot of these speakers or very familiar with them. So anyone you're really excited to hear about, hear from. You mean besides you, Michelle? Yeah, I know you're, <laughs> you're in a panel discussion. I, I'm, I'm serious. I think your listeners would love this. Michelle, you are in a panel discussion. The title of that talk is The Ethical Challenges in Accompanying Women with Holistic Medical Care. And that includes two other of my favorite healthcare professionals, 
besides Michelle, you will get to hear Dr. Natalie King, who is an amazing young palliative care physician um, who lives in Cincinnati now, but she's going to be talking. She has a separate talk on end-of-life decision-making and palliative care in Catholicism. So if you're interested in that topic, that would be this, this whole, the whole panel is amazing. And then Dr. Alicia Thompson, who's a local OBGYN, um, and she, is, she has an amazing conversion story. If you ever get a chance to talk to her alone, going from atheist to agnostic to Protestant to Catholic, um, just an amazing, but now she's just a brilliant young OBGYN who talk, who's going to give a separate talk also on infertility and artificial reproductive technology through the lens of Catholic ethics. But you, Michelle, and Dr. King and Dr. Thompson are in this panel discussion on delivering holistic care to women. So, so this, this conference is not all about abortion and euthanasia, assisted suicide. It's not all about these sort of angry hot-button topics. It's about every day, in and out, the practice of medicine and how we can do it in a ca- truly Catholic way for the benefit of our patients. I'm really looking forward to hearing all three of you. I've been really blessed to get to know uh, both Natalie and Alicia working on this panel. They are incredible women. And just what we've been really diving into is the feminine genius and, you know, how we work, you know, very practical ways that it's you as a healthcare provider, whether you are, right, a, a doctor or a nurse or a PA, when you are accompanying women through these challenging issues. So it's it's been really a joy and I've um, really learned a lot and we're going to, you know, little see, we're going to talk about some of the great saints like Edith Stein and oh, um, we're wow. going to talk about Blessed Gianna or Saint Gianna Bredamola. So we're, it's really incredible. And, you know, I could say I'm really excited to hear um, Teresa Sippos, who is our local um, leader of our Catholic Nurses Association and also member of the CMA, who is going to be talking about the medical um, or mental health health crisis here. And um, that's another huge topic that um, often goes, you know, undiscussed. So she has her, she has a doctorate in ministry studies. So she is a a doctor. And I will say I've met Teresa. She is absolutely amazing. And again, to my point about philosophical anthropology, that is the philosophy of the human person. How important is it if you have a family member or if you, if you yourself or your child has a mental health illness or crisis, how important is it to have a professional who believes not that your mind is just material and a random collection of atoms, but besides your psychology, there is also a soul? And how different would the advice be from two different, two different healthcare professionals, one who, who was a believing Catholic and believed in the philosophical anthropology that the church teaches, and another who had a purely materialistic or secular view of mental health? I think the answer is obvious. You women, the women listening to this, you run every household. I know that. I'm a, I'm a half-the-time clueless dad and, uh, and father, and I know the women are the decision-makers. It's so important to encourage people to come to this conference and hear some of these speakers. And especially, I would say, if you have students, you know, if, you're, if you've got a child that's in medical school or nursing school, um, this is a great opportunity for them to learn. Absolutely. Well, I also noticed there's a, a great scholarship rate for students. And so I think a lot of times as parents, and, and Dr. Ashley Fernandez highlighted the fact that we all have a role in helping 
you know, to evangelize and spread the faith. And so encouraging someone such as your child to go to a conference like this, a spouse, you know, maybe picking up some of the the heavy lifting that maybe by by taking a day off, or even a neighbor or coworker, I, I, I can tell that this type of formation is pivotal. It's life-changing. And right now we're in a great cultural battle. Of, um, and a lot of it has to do with ethics, what we believe and, and how to to really deal with many of these stresses that are impacting families. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. And I'm excited about your work and knowing that you're a witness uh, each and every day uh, in, in your Catholic faith. So thank you, Dr. Ashley. Oh, you're so welcome. And, you know, I really... All the glory goes to God, of course, and next to my next in line to my parents who did the right thing in forcing us to say the rosary and <laughs> and helping us all to love it in the end. So we grew up in families like that too, Ashley. So we totally get it, <laughs> <laughs> and we all have siblings that are priests, but we don't have a bishop like you. So that's <laughs> you, you. You got one one more on us, but but it is true. Thanks be to God for good parents. Amen. Now, could you remind us one more time if people want to register or find out more about Catholic Medical Association? What is that website? Yes. So again, this is not just doctors. This is for doctors, nurses, all health professionals, medical students or nursing students. Go to cmacbus, C-M-A-C-B-U-S dot com. And from there, you'll learn more about us. And you'll also learn about the Converging Roads Conference, which is right here locally, April 22nd. By the way, I just should mention, you can register in person. For an in-person conference, which is all day, it offers seven continuing education credits. It includes breakfast, it includes lunch, it includes wine and cheese, and vigil mass before then in the beautiful Josephine uh, Chapel. And if you can't make it in person, you can sign up for a virtual um, experience. Awesome. Well, we are going to wrap up in prayer here. If you want to stay on for a minute, we'll close in prayer here, Dr. Fernandez. Of course. And in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, may your great love and sacrifice for me inspire and encourage me to truly live my life for you. May, may my faith in you increase each day as I pray and strive to live my faith for you. Amen. 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 Other side. You. Thank you, Dr. Fernandez, and God bless. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for joining us today on Inspired by Faith. We hope you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, you can visit us at columbuscatholicwomen.com. To hear more about Emily and my work, be sure to check out inspirethefaith.com.